Welcome to a very special Children's Day episode of Life is a Story We Tell Ourselves. I'm Anna Murphy. The introductory theme song you just heard was played by my two nephews, 14-year-old Eldridge and 10-year-old Tegan, in honor of Children's Day. We thought you might enjoy listening to a representation from children, although if they heard me referring to them as children, they might object. Today, we share a children's story in both Spanish and English. But first, my dad has some comments on Children's Day. I want to thank all of you for joining our special Children's Day podcast. Children's Day will be celebrated in over 50 countries on June 1st. Now, some of you may be thinking, isn't International Children's Day in November? And you'd be right. There are two days that celebrate the world's children. In 1925... International Children's Day was first proclaimed in Geneva during the World Conference on Child Welfare. Since then, it's been celebrated on June 1st in most countries. Children's Day is celebrated by the UN on November 20th. We've chosen to honor our children on both days, starting with this podcast. You know, children absolutely love stories. And I should know, I've spent the last 50 years telling stories to my six children and eight grandchildren. In this podcast, I share one of those stories I wrote for my kids and grandkids about a girl and her puppy. It's titled, Awoo! Early Christmas morning, before the sun came up, Nine-year-old Jenna bounded down the stairs in her new bright pink princess pajamas. She missed the last step, fell to the floor, and rolled into the big room with the towering Christmas tree. She jumped up and scurried only to fall again under the tree. There was a big yellow box with a huge red ribbon, and from inside she heard a tiny whine. Startled, She gently set her hand on the lid, only for the box to shake slightly under her touch. With wide eyes, she lifted the lid off the box, and out popped a white shaggy puppy with big black eyes, a pink nose, and one black paw. It pounced on Jenna and licked her face. He had a big round button on his green collar that said, Toby. Jenna hugged Toby so tight he squirmed away. He ran in circles around and round the room while she chased him. Jenna played with Toby all day. She never even opened any other gifts. After playing, they both fell asleep in front of the fireplace, and Jenna's mother smiled at Jenna's father. We did well this Christmas, she said. Gently, Her mother lifted Jenna from the carpet and put her to bed. The puppy had its own bed on the porch by the kitchen. It was too big for him, but Jenna's parents knew the puppy would grow up to be big and needed a comfy bed. When Jenna's mother put him on his bed, he started to cry softly. Late that night, while in bed, Jenna heard a loud howl. The puppy woke up the whole house. During the day, Jenna played with her puppy, but at night, night after night, 
the puppy would howl. Jenna gave Toby a toy to play with at night, but he still howled. They gave him extra food before bedtime, but he still howled. Awoo! They even gave him his own clock to keep him company. Toby howled anyway. Awoo! Awoo! The neighbors began to complain. They could not sleep with all that howling. One night, a policeman came and gave Jenna's father a ticket for disturbing the peace. No matter how they tried, Jenna and her parents could not make Toby stop howling. Finally, Jenna's mother told her the puppy would have to go. Jenna cried and cried. She loved her puppy. She could not let her puppy go. She would run away with Toby. She could hop a boxcar train like the homeless men she had seen on TV. She and Toby would be together forever. Jenna cried in her bed, I love you, Toby. Toby howled louder than ever. Awoo! Her mother was trying to comfort her. We'll get you another puppy, she said. A better puppy. Suddenly, Jenna jumped out of bed. She said, Mommy, Mommy, I know what's wrong with Toby. She ran down the stairs to the porch. She hugged Toby who let out the biggest howl yet. Jenna said, I love you too, Toby. I love you, Toby. I love you. Toby stopped howling, and his tail began to wag. He licked Jenna's face. When Jenna's mother finally caught up with her, she said, Jenna, what are you doing? It's all right, Mommy. Toby just wanted me to tell him that I love him. He won't howl anymore. Jenna's mother shook her head. I'm not so sure. We'll see. Jenna kissed Toby on his pink nose, and every night Jenna would tell Toby she loved him, and he never howled again. Toby and Jenna became best buddies for a very, very long time. Now, I would like to introduce Karen Gabriela Maxi Alacon. She will be reading in Espanol. Un cuento sobre una niña y su perro por Donald Murphy, ilustrado por Mariana Pior. Temprano en la mañana de Navidad, antes de que el sol saliera, Jenna, de nueve años, bajó las gradas en su nueva reluciente pijama rosada de princesa. No pudo pisar la última grada y se cayó al piso y rodó hasta el gran salón donde había un imponente árbol de Navidad. Saltó y correteó 
solo para caer de nuevo debajo del árbol. Había una caja amarilla grande con un lazo gigante rojo y desde adentro ella escuchó un pequeño gemido. Sorprendida, gentilmente puso su mano en la tapa de la caja y ésta se sacudió un poco cuando ella la tocó. Con los ojos bien abiertos, levantó la tapa de la caja y apareció un cachorrito blanco y peludo con ojos grandes negros, una nariz rosada y una pata negra. Saltó encima de Jenna y lamió su cara. Él tenía un collar verde con un botón redondo que decía Toby. Jenna abrazó a Toby tan fuerte que él se escabulló. Él corrió en círculos alrededor del cuarto mientras ella lo perseguía. Jenna jugó con Toby todo el día. Ella ni siquiera abrió ningún otro regalo. Después de jugar, los dos se quedaron dormidos frente a la chimenea. La mamá de Jenna sonrió al padre de Jenna. Lo hicimos bien esta Navidad, dijo ella. Gentilmente, la madre levantó a Jenna de la alfombra y la puso en la cama. El cachorrito tenía su propia cama en el porch junto a la cocina. Era muy grande para él, pero los padres de Jenna sabían que el cachorrito crecería y se haría grande y necesitaba una cama cómoda. Cuando la madre de Jenna lo puso en la cama, él empezó a llorar suavemente. Más tarde, esa noche mientras estaba en la cama, Jenna escuchó un fuerte aullido. El cachorrito despertó a todos en la casa. En el transcurso del día, Jenna jugaba con su nuevo cachorrito, pero por la noche y noche tras noche, el cachorrito aullaba. Jenna dio a Toby un juguete para que juegue por la noche, pero aún así él seguía aullando. Incluso le dieron más comida antes de dormir, pero él seguía aullando. Ellos hasta le dieron su propio reloj para que lo acompañe, pero Toby aulló. Los vecinos empezaron a quejarse. No podían dormir con todos los aullidos. Una noche, un policía vino y le dio al padre de Jenna una citación por disturbar la paz. No importaba cuánto trataron, Jenna y sus padres no podían hacer que Toby dejara de aullar. Finalmente, la mamá de Jenna le dijo que el cachorrito tendría que irse. Jenna lloró y lloró. Ella amaba a su cachorrito. No podía dejar que su cachorrito se fuera. Ella se escaparía con Toby. Ella podría saltar en un vagón del tren como los vagabundos que habían visto en TV. Ella y Toby estarían juntos para siempre. Jenna lloró en su cama. Te quiero, Toby, susurró suavemente. Toby aulló más fuerte que antes. Su madre estaba tratando de tranquilizarla. Te conseguiremos otro cachorrito, le dijo. Uno mejor. De repente, Jenna saltó de la cama. Ella dijo, mami, mami, ya sé lo que le pasa a Toby. Ella corrió hacia el porch. 
abrazó a Toby, quien aulló como nunca fuertemente. Jenna dijo, te quiero, te quiero, Toby, yo también te quiero. Toby dejó de aullar y empezó a mover su colita y lamió la cara de Jenna. La mamá de Jenna finalmente la alcanzó. Jenna, ¿qué estás haciendo? preguntó. Está bien, mami. Toby solo quería que le dijera que lo quiero. Él no aullará de nuevo. La mamá de Jenna movió su cabeza. No estoy segura. Ella suspiró profundamente. Ya lo veremos. Cada noche, Jenna le decía a Toby que lo quería y él nunca más volvió a aullar. Toby y Jenna se hicieron los mejores amigos por mucho tiempo. Thank you so much for listening to our special Children's Day episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Life is a Story We Tell Ourselves, and make sure you share with your family and friends. You can also find us on the web at lifeisastorypodcast.com. Most children are full of a million questions. Where do stars come from? Why is water wet? How come the moon is following us? Next week, my father shares the story of how his father seemed to know the answer to all of the deep questions of the universe. From our family to yours, stay safe, share happiness, and remember, the important thing is not to stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing.